Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen, and today we're reading Numbers 13 through 16. I'm just going to open up by asking Is anyone bothered by God's wrath slash anger? If you haven't read this part of the Bible before, please know I get it. I felt the same way. Yes, I'm once again going to mention Isaiah 55, 8. You know the one. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. We have to accept that there are some things about our sovereign Lord that we simply will never understand this side of heaven, of course. But I'm also going to share with you some thoughts on how I came to reconcile this topic. The first time I read through the Bible, I had one daughter and she was 16 months old. I had a very, very tough time reading through the Old Testament because I had never known a lot of the stories that showed God's anger and wrath. I didn't know any of the biblical stories, but of course I didn't know those. What helped me out was becoming the parent of a toddler and then a preschooler. They just constantly disobey, don't they? And we are constantly trying to correct their behavior, teach them better ways, and punish when necessary, right? Do we love them less when we punish them? Of course not. Are we mean because we discipline slash punish our children? Now some might say yes, but no. Even the Bible tells us to discipline our kids. There are times my own children who I love like crazy will make me crazy. And then they become teenagers and well, if you know, you know. So do you see what I'm saying? I know 40 years in the wilderness and and making sure all of that generation dies before entering the promised land sounds very harsh. But when we really love someone, won't we do just about anything to make sure they are equipped with what they need to be well-functioning members of our society, even if it means we need to severely punish them for rebellious behavior from time to time? I hope that somehow helps. And if you don't have kids, I'm sorry if that doesn't make sense for you. It's just a personal example of how I've come to terms with it and how I really realize that God is very loving to his people, even when it's sometimes hard to recognize. So that that was an impassioned plea and very emotional from my heart, but it was just something that I wanted to share because it has helped me. I always want to hear from you. I encourage you to share how you handle this with a group and with one another and talk through it because I also know of people who have stopped reading through the Bible at this point, and I so don't want that to be any of you. I promise the New Testament is coming and it is worth it. So I'm just trying to help you through that. But again, it's really important to talk through this. Don't sit and just think about it by yourself because it can go into a really dark place for real. And so I really want you to reach out, ask for help. It can be me, it can be an email, it can be Facebook, it can be a trusted friend or mentor or biblical mentor. I am including um, some more links here on Korah's rebellion, the sons of Korah and the rebellion that happened to explain that a little bit more. But on a very personal note, The first time I had someone turn away from God because of this kind of stuff, I was devastated. We're talking lots of tears and blaming myself and almost stopped this Bible study altogether. But after a lot of prayer and mentorship from some biblical leaders in my life, the reason I don't believe I get the blame is because I also don't don't get any of the credit. 
I hear from lots of people who grow closer to God or give their life to Christ, and that's, that's all because of God through the Holy Spirit, not me. I'm just planting seeds, but what you do with those seeds is between you and Him. So I don't get the credit when good things happen, and I don't get the blame when people turn away. I hope that makes sense. Just felt like I needed to share my heart. Tomorrow is a break day, my Valentine gift to you, but be sure to read the Reflection and Worship page. And February 15th is Numbers 17 through 20. Spoiler alert, did you know that after all this, Moses never gets into the promised land? Oh boy. Keep an open mind and keep holding on to your faith. And remember how important it is to stay with us and to not give up. A lot more good stuff is coming. You can do this. Happy reading. This episode is brought to you by Travel with Friends. Travel with Friends provides the absolute best experience in group travel. Our mission is to be with you through it all. Whether you are traveling with your family and growing your bonds while cruising throughout Europe, or you're leading a tour and growing closer to your church family, or you want to check off your bucket list and make your friendship circle bigger. With every trip, we are here for you. Just give us a call at 501-379-9226 or email friends at travelwithfriends.com or click the link in the podcast description and let us make your travel dreams come true.